Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Life's a Drag. The show will begin momentarily. Someone had to take a phone call while one of us is live. Thank you for your patience. Again, welcome to Life's a Drag, your favorite podcast about drag racing. The show will begin in just a few minutes. Please have a seat, get something to drink, maybe even grab a snack. Life is your oyster at this point in time. We're just waiting for the other Jason to show up. He had an unexpected phone call. Thank you. Enjoy the entire song of our startup music. We hope you are having a fantastic day. Please remain on the line, and we will get right with you.
Thank you for joining us here at Life's in Drag. It's going to be a very special show. No one's commenting right now, so I don't think we're losing anybody or gaining any listeners. It doesn't matter at this point in time. again one of the jasons is not here right now he'll be here momentarily but we didn't want to start the show without him but i did and this is what you get right now soft soothing acoustic cinematic music please hold until jason galvin arrives We have one person watching. Feel free to comment in the comment sections. Everyone seems to be joining us right now. We're in a brief hold, kind of like we were in Epi. It's raining here in Florida, but that should not explain why we're not on right now. Because you could do a podcast in the rain all day long. We're indoors. It got copywritten. Fantastic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Galvin has finally arrived. This music is very soothing. Jason Galvin, fluffering with his equipment. What up? Dude, okay, I gotta stop that music. That music is annoying. Were you live just playing that horrific music? Yeah, I was, I, listen, you're going to have to go back and listen because the first seven and a half minutes of this show is me saying, welcome to Life's a Drag. One of the Jasons is not here right now, but please hold. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, poor, it's going to be exciting. Poor fans of ours. Yeah, Scott, Scott Malpass is the only one. And I don't know what, Scott, what are you talking? So this oh. is what Scott started off with. Chad explained why we're not supposed to use drag and drive anymore. Then he said, it got copywritten. 
Then he said, bunch of motion gear can be sold because D&D are on them. Can't be sold, excuse me. Copyrighted. I think he's on the wrong show. I don't know. I, it might be. He might have been talking about the music we were playing. I don't know. I don't know. But welcome, on, Scott. Welcome, Jason Galvin. Is that a Celsius you're drinking? There it is. Celsius. Of course. Are those are the new flavors any good? I haven't tried one yet. I mean, that's the peach sparkling peach vibe, and it's like pretty much my favorite drink on planet Earth. Yeah, so, those things are really good. I enjoy you know, them. For whatever that's worth. Yeah, man. Um, well, welcome. You had a, you had an exciting phone call right there. Is that what happened? Is that why you weren't uh, on the show right at the start? Yeah, yeah. You know, real real life, uh, real life work. Yeah, we got to work. I had a sales call today, which my what my hair is clean. Listen, I went out and did the dog and pony show for Logan Mania. Woo! And how'd it go? Good, I guess. I don't know. They um, you know, like listen, they were like, "Oh, you're a new, you're an entertainment company." I'm like, "Yeah, we do everything entertainment wise." So, what else you want? You want a band? You want you want Stevie Nicks to show up? I got her. What do you want? Tell me your budget. Let's make things happen. So it was about an hour of that, but it was it was still good. We got to meet some new people, and uh, so I, I will tell clear, you this: Is Stevie Nicks coming? No, Stevie. They don't have the budget for Stevie Nicks, but uh, Joey Fatone may show up. Who knows? Um, yeah, but Jason, I'm getting old, and I'm going to tell you something a little embarrassing that happened to me uh, just a couple hours ago, and. I don't, no one noticed except me after the meeting. I'm getting old, and I I forget things. I'm starting to forget things, Jason Galvin. This is not I, news to me, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. You're good. And th- when I tell you this, it will not shock you in any shape, shape or form just because you know me. So I'm in the I'm in the meeting. Everything's going great. There are five lovely women in there, and they were talking. They're they're a destination management company. For those of you who don't know, what that is you come to a town, and they've got the hookup on everything. So it's good to be in with these companies, and so you can yes. get work from yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. So we're there. We're doing our. We're having our meeting. Everything's going great. And uh, shake hands, leave. I brought them some little buntinis from Everything Bunt Cake or whatever. Yeah, I brought wow. snacks. Oh, well, yeah, you were fantastic. really working this. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't go on these very often. I mean, I got a lot of work, but, you know, it's still good to get out there in the in the world. So I leave. I say, shake hands, hugs, the whole thing. Walk outside and I wait for the elevator. I go, well, I got to go to the bathroom. So I go to the restroom. I'm standing at the urinal, and all of a sudden, I realize my zipper is down. I was like, um, I forgot to zip my pants. Before. Yeah, Before. so the whole meeting, I'm uh, sitting there with my zipper down. Well, at least you were sitting. I was sitting, but I stood up at one point in time because they were uh, planning a uh, a uh, Greatest Showman party, and I asked the girl who brought it up, and I said, like, hey, well, have you seen the Greatest Showman? She goes, no, I haven't. I go, what? How are you going to plan a party <laughs> if you haven't even seen the movie? But Until you stood up over that. You were that I upset. stood up. I was like, how dare you? And uh, yeah, I stood up, and then I mean, I don't know if anything happened. It's a it's a short zipper. It's about yay long, but still. Well, you know, it's a short zipper because. Yeah. Well, hey, these are my problems. But uh, anyways, that that's that could have been embarrassing. Maybe they saw something. Maybe they had the horsey got out of the barn door a little bit. Maybe I don't know. Feels unlikely. I guess we'll find out. I was wearing navy blue navy blue navy blue pants. And another thing too, I've got I'm doing laundry because I, I have to get ready to leave tomorrow to go to Bristol, and uh, so I'm wearing backup underwear. Do you have backup underwear? No. 
So I have, a, you know, I have like the first run underwear that are like fantastic. I, I buy Tommy John underwear. They're very expensive underwear. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And my undershirts that I wear at the track are Tommy John undershirts. Yes. Yeah. So they're expensive. Yeah. But then I have, uh, I was someplace and I was like, oh my God, I ran out of underwear. And I, I was like, I forgot to pack a bunch of stuff. And uh, I went to like Target and bought like boxers, like some Hanes boxers. Sure. It's like, okay. So those are my backup underwear because I'm doing all my laundry. I have Hanes um, backup uh, uh, undershirts. Yeah. Or whatever okay. Yeah. I, so, I, so I know what you're talking about. I used to have backup boxers. But, yeah. um, um, you know, then uh, I decided one day that I was over it. And so what I did was I cleared out my laundry drawer of uh, American Eagle boxers that I, I think I'd had since my freshman year of high school. Right. And my wife was very excited. Um, and I, and I went to target and I bought, uh, I'm a big fan of their, uh, pair of thieves brand okay. of underwear. Yes. Sure. You can get at target or online. And then I discovered you can get them online and they've got bonus points, whatever. So I just bought more and more and more. And, uh, now I have like 20 pairs. Yeah. So, like I'm, like, I'm pretty good. I do laundry more than once every 20 days. Cause you know, it turns out this whole <laughs> life yeah. on the road thing necessitates it. So uh, you know, if I was single and living at home, I'd probably do laundry every six months, but that's, you know, right. another story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So yeah, I, I just basically dumped my suitcase into the laundry and then uh, had to, you know, I'm doing laundry right now. I think the cycle is almost done. There you go. So after this, I'll be yesterday because yeah, uh, I can't fold clothes. And so my wife, who is a saint and who let me hang out with you in the pouring rain in Epi, New Hampshire on her birthday also folds my laundry for me see that's good yeah my wife does not fold anything she doesn't sort laundry oh, she okay. doesn't do anything and like to the point where i have a i have a bag like this that has a uh has a like a headset microphone my yeah. Madonna mic yeah she washed that um the whole thing <laughs> just those things in the i'm like what are you doing just don't touch my stuff please. <laughs> yeah i'm like i go she's i have head. i have an aunt who does that i've heard, I've heard so i've heard yeah, she Thank ruins a lot of stuff. If, if if I don't get it like sorted out, I'm just like, just here's my here's my hamper. There's yours. Yeah. Let's just never. The no, my wife's the saint. My wife's the saint. I, if I sort, she will wash usually and fold. I, I hang up my shirts and pants and stuff because right because you know fat guy problems. I can't afford for it to shrink at all. But you know, sure. Yeah. Do you yeah. like when you when you sort your laundry? Do you do, you do whites and then color? Oh, fuck no. 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 Yeah. No, 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 no. We have, we have a hang up and we have a dryer. Okay. <laughs> See, I do, I sort, I used to do whites and permanent press and all this. You, you talks. wear a lot of white though. I don't like, I don't wear a lot. I wear a lot of black. I mean, you, you probably see me off track wearing some white stuff, but yeah, just recently, Dude. because I will, I will put a, if I mean anything that you've got a dip salsa, it will be on my shirt at some point. Oh, that's true for sure. Yeah. I don't even own, things that are white like for the most part so you know that just kind of is yeah so it's uh, not yeah, very I'm flattering to, i'm trying to, I'm trying if to I get rid of some white. of these if i get rid of some of these curves i might wear more of it but you know i i with this gray beard coming in i think the white kind of looks oh like no that makes total sense yeah no yeah. it matches your matches your tone and complexion yeah, yeah. i get it see look at I us get it. man yeah. hey this show hey. ain't about all drag racing i'm telling you what so, Jason, we have no Speaking of drag today. racing, how much drag racing did we get done last weekend? Wait. <sighs> Almost uh, none. Hold on. Tell them how many, how long I worked on Friday. 
Uh, twelve minutes was 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 what I added up. Twelve minutes. Jason so, Logan showed up. We, we do, only top fuel and funny car. Uh, <laughs> it, it, they were a quick quick sessions. Everybody smoked yep. tires and moved on with no oil downs. Short fields, no pro stock, no pro stock bikes, no excess events, mission foods, anything like that. Because it's Friday. Uh, very minimal ads because it was so damn hot that like even I like literally the one time that our boss was like, uh, down to the Jasons, like, and it was like, do your ticket renewals. And I was like, yeah, JLo. Tell him what like, yeah, man. I'm like, hey, tell people how to get tickets for next year. Like, he, yeah, you had <laughs> I no. Checked out. I was done. I was like, you were done. Got it. Yeah. So if you, <laughs> if you haven't heard every other podcast or saw what went on last weekend, we had our first official rain out of the season. Hopefully it'll be the last one. Um, and uh, so for if you've been to a race, I am out there playing music for the pro session, basically. And I'll roll into pro mod and then I just go get down. Because then we started with Lucas Oil and there's really no time for me to play any music. Sure. So it's just, it's, it's, I'm out there for the pro session. But I got there at 8.30 for the S program. Played music for two and a half hours, yelled at people, little kids, and, uh, you know, hey, guys, let's go to the Air Force. Let's go to Mac Tools. Let's go over here and talk to Ford people. Played some games with them, and then went and got ready for the pro session, which started at, like, 1? Probably? I don't know. So, 1 o'clock. Yes. 12.45? So if, yeah. Yeah, 12.45, 1 o'clock. I was probably on stage at one at 12.45. Played a couple mu- songs, making sure I'm all good. And like Jason said, short fields, only fuel and funny car. And I literally was in my car leaving the track while these guys had to call Lucas Oil stuff. 2.30? I mean, I was out. Gone. See you later. Goodbye. That was probably the least amount I've ever worked at a a national event in my life. That was probably the least amount I've ever seen a human being work. I mean, um, it was so hot though on Friday. Jason, oh, it was, it was miserable. No, no, it, that was. Um, I was almost as miserable Friday in Epping as I was last year in Denver. And if anybody knows, oh, last God, year Denver, in Denver was brutal. Last year in Denver was so bad that on Sunday, um, Brittany Force in round two had an issue and oiled the track from like. 60 feet to her pit area like <laughs> like yeah like shut down turn out up the mountain I, I i think they were adding oil through the injector as it was being towed <laughs> just to get more out um and uh and like literally we were down for an, an hour and 15 minutes Easily. like it, it like it was Easily. it was terrible um, and it was a hundred degrees in elevation. So you're 4,000 right. feet closer to the sun than you're supposed to be. Right. And, uh, and I went inside and reapplied sunscreen and the face stuff and whatever twice, twice, um, during that oil down alone. And I will never forget that the next day, Monday, I got home, got in the shower and went, what the why the hell is my head hurt so much? I yep. was just so confused. And then I realized uh, that I literally was like skin peeling off my head, sunburnt, like on my scalp. And then yeah. I texted Joe and Joe had the same, like, you wear a hat. 
Joe and I don't wear hats. Like Joe had the same issue because we we're out there forever, right? And um, I got to tell you that outside of like skin peeling off my head, that was easily the hottest day at a national event. And I know like it's like a 90s. Like we've had 90s in Vegas. 90s. Look, it's different in Epping. Don't ask me why. Different. Like it's not, you know, like it's just well, they different. Don't... I don't think they get – I mean, I'm sure they get humidity. But, like, in Florida, I mean, it's 90 degrees and, you know, 100% humidity. You might as – I mean, you can't breathe. You can't – you're just dripping right. wet as soon as Well, you that's the deal. Out. We had the humidity on top of it because of that storm that was coming in. That's why we ran so early. Right. That's why we ran – which, by the way, I had a lot of people who were like, this is stupid. You shouldn't move the session. Uh, what was yeah, happening yeah. when we went to dinner, J-Lo? On Friday night? Yeah. Uh, it was it was raining. It was starting to come down. Yeah, at the exact time we were supposed to run fuel cars. Right away. Right yeah. So for everybody who was like, "Oh, we shouldn't run in the middle of the heat of the day," like, well, guess what? Turns out they run better in the heat of the day than they do in the rain. In the rain. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so dude, like, yeah dude, like Friday was miserable. At six thirty, it started raining, and we were supposed to run at six o'clock. And you know, again, let's give it up for the fans because all the fans that were there were fantastic. Yes. They stuck through. And I mean, those guys did not get out of the stands except to go grab something to eat. Then they went back and sat in stands. I mean, they put they they sat through a lot, and they sat through Saturday. Saturday we got one round in, right? Okay, we got one round in. But they sat the whole time. Like we were delayed getting fuel cars going Saturday, and then they just like stuck with it. Yeah. Then it rained. They stuck with it. yeah, and, and I and I said, and listen, I used to be, be back in the day, just give me a rain out. I just, I want to see here do nothing all day. But now I'm like, dude, get these cars down the track. Let's race. I mean, that, that's that's more fun than just sitting there talking to people and, you know, right. shooting the breeze. I'm like, I'd rather watch cars go down the track, as, as everyone else does. But, man, it was like, I, I don't know why, but I was like, man, I'm kind of happy that it's raining right now. I, I, for For some reason, I was just like, because it was cold. If it was hot and raining, yeah. okay. But, man, it went from 95 to 50 degrees like that. Yeah, and we just, were – it was I, so cold. I was – you know, so I was – I'm in the booth on Saturdays with Alan. And so I I don't think that I realized how cold it was outside because I was just kind of in and out. You know, I did nitro school, and it was cold. I, You know, it's coffee. But it was, you know, 10 a.m., 1030. It was misting still. And, um, you know – I uh, I don't think I realized just what you and Joe went through until I went long on Sunday right. to do top end. And when I went long to do top end, um, dude, that wore me out. Like, I didn't do anything. Like, we didn't run cars, but, like, I went I went deep. You know, I went down and go down early. So the second we called top field in the lane Sunday, you know, I went down and got packed up and and – I went down there with Amanda and Amanda's bundled up like, like we're yeah. racing snowmobiles in the Arctic. And I was like, it can be that bad down here. I was outside for like 10 minutes. I'm like, never mind. It's that, like the wind. The oh. wind is what you don't like. The wind was just like right. chapping you on top of it being like misty. Like, I don't think that people realize what a yeoman's job, the safety safari did on Sunday to even get us close to racing. Amazing. It yeah. never actually really ever stopped like moisturing spritzing whatever right. you want to use at all on sunday like maybe for like 10 total minutes but like we had like a constant like kind of mist in the air but it was light enough to where it wasn't really sticking and the safety safari got out there with 50 degrees 
no sun in sight and somehow got that thing dry enough to the point where we literally had top fuel cars in the water box and Joe was on stage to do the national anthem. Right. And then it rained. Yeah. Which was, well, and that's... Which, was, which was the worst part of it all because we were like, uh, we've sat around this long. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, no. And I, I said, I go, man, it, it just rain or not rain. I don't want right. to be up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, in and out. Let's go. But man, it, listen, and uh, I know our one of our big uh, talking points on this show is uh, the national anthems. We were we were in for a treat. We were it's this the was worst be the, part, isn't it? Oh. We were going to have the best national anthem of the entire year because they bring the guy in that does the anthem at all the Bruins games. Yeah. Oh my god, he's he's really good. And I talked to him about it, and uh, he he's like, "Man, well, I'm excited to do it." I'm like, "Well, let's go." I go. They should have yeah. just sang it just because. Give us something else to talk about. I, we could, we honestly, I thought we should have done that after uh, pre-race. Yeah, just you get know, it out of the way. Driver intros, like we should have just done it. Yeah, we did all of that stuff. We did driver intros. We did uh, all, basically the entire pre-race, except uh, the Seal Master Track Walk, and then uh, then nothing. Yeah, we sat around. Yeah, but oh, well. oh well. we had fun in Epping. We had some we did fun. Have fun. Let's talk about fun. Let's and then Uh-oh. we'll talk about what's going to happen here. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you drive the car here because uh, right. you have control so, of the pictures. So Jason Galvin was a fantastic husband. His wife's birthday was that weekend. Look at him. Look at him. And uh, they were. And, they it was, were, and it was our anniversary last week too. Oh, see, I didn't even yeah. know all that. Yeah. So you took your lovely wife to Boston a couple days early, mm-hmm. and you got to do all kinds of fun stuff like. Go to a Red what? Sox game. And oh, by the way, look at those seats. Yeah, second row behind the dugout. I Dude. plan so so I I I was hunting for seats that close intentionally. That's uh for those of you non-baseball fans, that's Justin Turner wearing number two, being great with the kids like he always was. JT was like, you know, I'm from LA, family had Dodger season tickets forever. Hardcore Dodger. all the pictures on the wall behind me are Dodger stuff, right? Uh love the Dodgers. And JT was like one of the greatest Dodgers of all time. Like, not like even on the field. He was very good on the field. Like, what he did in the community, he and his wife, Courtney, were like fantastic working with homeless veterans and kids with disabilities and never said no to anything. Um, did some stuff with us with some projects I used to be involved with. So, I had a, I should have wore it for the show, but uh, Justin Turner Foundation t shirt that this company, Baseballism, that I like, they make all sorts of baseball t shirts, uh, made. And so, I wore my JT foundation baseballism shirt to the game which i don't think anybody in boston would be familiar with because it came out when he was on the dodgers has dodger colors and stuff and whatnot and when he turned around you know to like walk back into the dugout from there i jt he's like dude dodger fans it, it turned into like a cool <laughs> deal and like I'm, I'm not that guy like wasn't like a oh justin turn like i met justin turn before i've worked with him like that right I, we, we, what we do, we really know like fanboy stuff, right? Very few people, either of us could really fanboy with, but it was just cool. Like I wanted that to be like a cool, like, you know, show of thanks for all the stuff they did, like him and his wife. Cause really they did a lot of stuff in the city of LA. And um, a lot of that stuff goes, I feel like unnoticed maybe at times by sure. the general fans or public, because they just think that they're all rich, spoiled athletes. And some of them certainly are, but J- Justin Turner was not one of those guys. So is that cool. your first time to Fenway? My second, okay, my first since two thousand six. So, so I'm gonna tell my you wife's fun, first. I'm gonna tell you a fun little story about Jason Logan. 
So uh, we went. I used to go on these baseball trips with all my friends, and we we'd get a big old tour bus and a rock yep. and roll tour bus and sleep like twelve people, and we would drive up and down the East Coast or you know middle of the country, and we'd go watch baseball games. One of the first games we went to see was a Red Sox game. Had great seats, but we got to do a tour prior to because uh, one of our friends is Johnny Damon's brother who went on the trip. So Johnny Damon hooked us up with all this uh, stuff. So we got sure. to do some cool things. So, you know, uh, remember the time when Manny Ramirez went back into the in the scoreboard and had to pee and then came back out? Yes. yes so the, you, the, part of the tour is you get to go back in there and watch, look at the uh, the numbers and how they do the work the scoreboard. Well, inside there, you can uh, – people have signed the, the wall inside there. I got to sign my name right below Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. Pretty cool, huh? But it's awesome to see all the people's names. I thought you were going to tell me you signed your name where Manny Ramirez peed. <laughs> no, 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 no. That has been dried up. But it's really cool. It's really cool to go through and you can see everybody, all the ball players that have signed their names in there. Sure. It's awesome. It's a very cool place. But they're like, don't get on the grass. And I don't know if you remember the that movie with uh, with uh, Drew Barrymore and uh, the movie Fever Pitch. Fever Pitch, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Fallon, right? Jumped, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. And when she's uh, trying to stop him from selling his tickets, and all he can ask when he, she drops out of the outfield and then bobs and weaves, and all he can ask, how was the grass? Was it spongy? Was it spongy out there? That's all I cared about. I wanted to see if the grass was spongy. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah, so continue. Cool. So, so you went to Fenway. Then what's yeah. next, Jason? Are we? Uh, did we have dinner, or do we? Or do we? Do I don't we know. I, dude, you're driving. Pop stuff. All up. right. So then, so then you went. You did okay. some tours, two things. Okay, but how funny is this, right? Like we went to the. I could have sent you Cheers pictures, right? I wish you could see enough, though. Yeah. This was outside of the Cheers bar. Yeah, they got a kids I was, menu. I, no, but I'm dying. <laughs> kids menu. Read the menu. I can't read it. It's the course. very first thing. Cocktails. Cocktails, of course. Beer. <laughs> like, they, it says kids menu and under it was their their booze menu. <laughs> that is the most that is the most cheers tv right. show about a bar thing of all time right, it's on right, the right. outside dais like there, there's the right there's the adult menu and a food menu and then here's the kids menu and it's it's booze <laughs> i love it i love it then you went you went you upscale to from cheers to this place dude brian Lone's suggestion Brian Loans hit the home run of a lifetime. Like, seriously. Brian Loans nailed it with this dude. What's the name of this place? Strago? Strago? Strago. 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 Yeah. North End, you know, Italian neighborhood. Crushed it. Um, cute place. Like, great place for a date. But the food was unreal. The service was off the hook. Um, you had, had this. One of, had the vodka lobster pasta. It was killer yes that guy right there look at that yes yeah yeah it was like 40 bucks too it wasn't even bad like had a a whole pound of like fresh made lobster in it by the way the fact that we say oh yeah it's like 40 bucks it's not a big deal you know that was that was a good deal i'm like what yeah Um, dude i live in california like 40 dollars 40 dollars gives me one lobster claw in california right right and it was and it was previously frozen off of a crab and then renamed a lobster like right yeah (laughs) but then you had great place though wife loved it killer food uh the tampa bay rays decided to come hang out and celebrate our anniversary with us. yeah randy rosarena just walked in was like jason happy anniversary it was great i do like how on this show we just subtly name drop 
but these things happen. <laughs> we just subtly name. True, we're just say, no. So like, I'm sitting there, and my waiter all of a sudden, you could tell, is like the main waiter there. Starts like walking outside, and he walk, walks out. It's right by our table. Walks back in, small place, right? Walks out, walks back. Looking at his phone. Walks out, stands there, frustrated. Walks back in, and finally walked back in one time. And I looked at him. And I stopped. Hey, just real quick. I, I just I need to know. Um, is it is it Trump or Biden? Like I just that way I'm prepared either way, and you know I, I I've right. got my speech ready. Like you know what side do I need to be on? He started laughing. He goes he goes that's that's funny, but it's actually the Tampa Bay Rays who were coming into town to play the Red Sox next week. No shit. He's like, yeah. Did you like baseball? Like, you know, a little bit. And um, he's like, I might recognize some of them. So like, literally, 15 minutes later, comes Randy or Rosarena and Wander Franco and Manuel Margot, and I'm like, oh, okay. It's just like you know, like the two best players on the best team in baseball right now. Right. And they it, they took the place over. It was like them, their wives, their moms, their kids, um, and it turned into like a party. It was cool. Like we we got to stay all night. We were there for like three and a half hours that everybody else left and my wife and I are just like sitting in there and they've got like Cuban dance music on and all the <laughs> moms are drunk on the table. It was fun. It was really right. cool. It was a cool environment. Things was that you it, just fall into. Thanks to Brian Loams. Right. It, was this in the North end? Oh yeah, dude. It's three doors down from Mike's pastries on the other side of the street, which you brought us. So thank you very much. You brought Mike's pastries up. So that was yes. always good. Yes. Um, and then was this in Boston or was this uh, when we went out? What is that? That's in Boston, dude. That's at the uh, Quincy Market or whatever. That okay. was the best lobster that I had while we were there. Was, was it right better? There. Was it better than this place? Than Warren's? It, it was different. Okay. So that was like that was like a hot. Lo- you know, I don't do mayonnaise, so I got all my lobster right. hot for the most part. And so this one, dude, that's like garlic, like that stuff on top. It's like like a garlic butter. Oh, it was delicious, yes. dude. It was really good. I love it. So yeah. Joe Costello and I were on the same flight uh, from Miami to Boston. And uh, Joe likes to go to the Admirals Club after we get off a flight just to kind of, you know, hey, let's re- refresh before we go get the rental car. I'm like, okay. You say and, after you get off a flight? Yeah, we go after we get off the flight too. They let before you in? And after. Oh, yeah. they don't. Well, they're probably not supposed to, but we just. I was going to say, and yeah. Talk. Yeah. 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 We, and, we and, just. We and the, in, the Del- in the Delta world, uh, uh, they won't let me in after a flight only before. Yeah, they've been changing that rule with uh, Americans. Some places they they will, some places they don't. Like when I get, if I check a bag in Orlando, I know it's gonna be forty five minutes, so I'll go in the Admirals Club, have a beer, and then go get my bag. Right. Um, but uh, you have clam chowder there. I got to be honest with you, they had clam chowder in the Admirals Club. Um, it was just as good as when I had it at this place. Are we talking about the Admirals Club in Boston or in, in Boston? Miami? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so, so, so the Sky Club had clam chowder in Boston, and it was just as good as Warren's. Yeah. Yeah. I in was fact, like, that might have been the best clam chowder I had on the trip, and I had it literally everywhere I went. Was in and, the Sky, and, Club, and the Sky Club? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, this is awesome. Probably came from the same place, honestly. The Sky probably. Club and Admirals. The Sky Club and Admirals Club probably cook all their food together or close, and they're like, yeah, Here, you have this, and uh, yeah, yeah, it comes out of one kitchen. There it is. Um, so that was cool. So you got to spend a fun day in, uh, in Boston, um, or a couple days. Couple days yeah. I, Boston's always a great town. Killer fun place city. to be. Killer city. It, yeah. And it, it, it's, it's such a great place. Uh, all the history, everything they got going on. Tell me about this though. You were, you kind of sent us a text. Dude. And this right, is what here's... I, this is what I live for this story. And I want this to happen to me. Here's, here's, here's Jason's nightmare flight home. 
So my <laughs> my flight home is at seven fifty five Monday night. Um, I I tried to change it to get out Sunday, like Jason Logan ended up doing after we got rained out. It's gonna be like three hundred fifty dollars. That wasn't worth it to me. I tried to go earlier on Monday. It's gonna be more than that. Um, and so I just waited. You know, went and saw, went and visited a buddy, went to the iRacing headquarters. That was cool. And I get to the airport and, you know, it's like 545. I'm the Sky Club. And they're like, oh, your flight's delayed 40 minutes. I'm like, well, it's a good start. You know, I'm flying back to the West Coast. Literally longest flight of the season, Boston to Los Angeles. And uh, like, whatever. It is what it is. 40 minutes. Not going to kill me. You know, so like eight o'clock, I pack my shit up. I walk down to the gate, which is literally out the door and 50 feet over from the Sky Club. And my plane that I'm supposed to be getting on is deplaning. And so I'm like, all right. So I walk into the bathroom, walk back out 90 seconds later. And as I walk back out 90 seconds later, some of Boston's finest are making their way down the jet bridge. What the hell is going on? Right? And uh, it turns out that some very friendly passenger uh, got upset at an even friendlier uh passenger sweet sweet young asian lady comes off the plane hysterical um like boston college student age like hysterical oh god and behind her comes this big burly dude who looks like he's had you know three too many of the free espresso martinis that they give us now and uh and he's y'all which are delicious by the way and uh and he's he's in handcuffs being dragged by the boston's but I couldn't get my phone out quick enough before oh. I sat him down. I know. And, um, yeah. And then uh, it turns out that after that happens, um, uh, you're delayed again. <laughs> and and so then we were delayed. Oh. Like 45 more minutes. Because uh, they had to sanitize that part of the plane. Which oh, what happened? Just, yeah, uh, now you don't. Now you want to know right. why they had to sanitize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so now it's 9.15 when we're boarding my 7.50 flight for Los Angeles and we get on boarding takes abnormally long because um, people are stupid, which I know will be a big surprise to you as somebody who travels as much as I do. Yeah. You know, really weird JLo. This is like a, a really weird thing. It turns out that if you're sitting up front in like comfort plus or first right. class, which is where, you know, not Ballers like us, like it, of course. Well we, well, we get promoted, right? Because we've got status because we fly so much. And so sitting up there, and it turns out that if you decide you want to be the last two people on the plane and you're sitting up there, there's nowhere to put your fucking bags. Right, exactly. It's like, it's not a puddle jumper with 18 people on it, okay? No. It's a 767 packed to the brim with 400 people trying to go to LA, okay? Right. If you're the last two people on, you were sitting at the front of the plane to get on, they're like, Opening all these bins that have all been uh, closed. Like, I don't know where to put my bag. And it's like, gee, you could put it very back. And then the stewards count. There's like no more room. We got to check. And she's like, I can't check it. I just, I can't. And they were like, okay, well then uh, you, you can get off the plane. Yeah. Or those people that are sitting there and they can't find a place. They're the, the empty bins are mid uh, cabin and they're sitting in like row eight and they, but yeah. they got to go to row 20. And yeah. then they want to, they want to, they want to be the first one. Right. Yes. Like, and I'm I like, get to nope. keep my, I'm going to keep my exit spot in line. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're going you to were... sit there and wait until everybody else goes, right. and then you can go back. Exactly. Oh, I hate that. Sorry, not my fault. 
that you like first off we're we're an hour and it'd be one thing if like oh shit you had a connector and you just got there and like whatever right dude we were an hour and 20 minutes delayed if you were just going to get there at that point you weren't making the original flight i got bad news for you right right i hate it i hate the people on airplanes are just plain flat out stupid so then we board everybody gets seated they shut the door they start the engines pilot comes on i've reworked our course I'm going to get us in like 15 minutes late. It's a miracle. We've got higher altitude. We're going to cruise faster. We've got more fuel on this. Like we got the okay. 15 minutes late. I was like, okay, that's good. Gets me into LA at like 1040. Not terrible. And, you know, I got a two hour drive home, two and a half hour drive home. Like it'll be fine. Right. And we're literally pushing back. And a girl in the very last row goes, I don't feel good. I need to get oh, off the Jesus. plane. And so then we were pushed back forward. <sighs> and then she had to get off the plane. And then, you know, protocol. So the uh, paramedics had to come meet her in the jetway and evaluate her, which means we couldn't pull the jetway back. So we couldn't back up again. And they had to go get her bag. She had a checked bag. And you can't fly the plane with a checked bag on it. That's from somebody else. Because what if she put a bomb in it? And right. TSA really sucks at their job and somehow totally missed the bomb that she put in there and just the most incompetent right, right. people in the history of earth, but they're protecting our airport and our livelihood, but they missed the bomb that she took on the plane with herself, but then decided that she didn't want to complete the suicide mission. <laughs> yeah. So we sat there for another 45 minutes. And so, oh yeah. So we landed in LA at one Oh five in the morning. By the time we were all said, no, it was one o'clock when we land. I got my bag at one thirty. Uh, I went to oh. my in-laws and spent the night. It was awful. Dude, that, that was the end of my Boston trip. Let's talk that... about your favorite moment from the Boston trip, Jay. All right. Well, uh, so... There's a picture of it, I think. Yeah, well, we'll get to that here in a second. So, oh, okay. Because Joe and I got there at the same exact time, um, which is always fun going to the rental car lot with Joe Costello. He... Well, and we've have we have this whole thing amongst the three of us. Like, hey, what kind of car did you get this weekend? Right. You know, Jason. All of a sudden, I got a Maserati. Like, it, it just depends on uh, whatever. Br- like Bruno Massel this weekend yeah, Bruno actually Massel had a Maserati. Maserati. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, and we try to. I try to be kind of nice to the Toyota folks because they are the official car of the uh, NHR Drag Race series. And uh, sometimes I'll get a Toyota, but sometimes I'll get something else. Like uh, in Chicago, I got a Mini Cooper clubbing okay cool i'll just get a fun little car right well it, but it, joe is it, like when, when we go to denver joe they'll there's never cars and we have to sit in there and wait and if you're standing next to joe costello he'll be like uh okay uh I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and take the cadillac you take the mustang i'm like okay so um so he hustles and we're like trying to get cars and i actually got the buick envision this time um that you had in uh in Chicago, Chicago, you love, yes. and I got it. Yes. But uh, we planned. We were like, "Hey, let's go. Uh, let's go into Maine." I go. We haven't been to Maine before. Let's because the last one of the last times we was July Fourth weekend. We hung out in Boston, hung out, and had a good time. So we're like, "Hey, let's go to Maine." And I go, "Let's go see some lighthouses or something." There's got to be something like that in Maine. So we're like, "Okay." So we drove to Portland, Maine, beautiful Portland, Maine, which I had never been to. And there's a nice. It's a nice little seaside. Wow, little that's village. nice. Yeah, I'd see. I haven't seen these. Yeah, so uh, we took this was on Thursday afternoon. We got there. This is about seven ish, maybe. Um, so we're there. It's a nice little little town. Uh, they got a fun little nightlife, and uh, we had some oysters and some shrimp right by on on the uh, water, looking over into Portland, which was nice. And uh, then then we went out to the uh, 
we went out and saw a lighthouse and then and saw the main coastline where where's the, where's the i was like there. where's the lighthouse well there's the main coastline right next to <laughs> the lighthouse oh there it is, I was there like, it is. binoculars yeah, yeah. So this lighthouse had been, it's over a hundred years old and we read all the stuff and history and it's all, it was, it was very cool. Did so you go had, in it? Uh, no, it was not open, which we were, oh, we were a little bummed by. And there was yeah. the uh, gift shop wasn't open, um, but it was a free little park. We went in saw a bunch of stuff and we're like, you know, looked around, read everything. And we were like, oh, that was cool. So then we made our way back, and I had, by the way, the greatest pizza I've ever had in my life. I don't know why. I ha- I mean, I do know why. I'm not <laughs> I was like, I can uh, guess why, but we'll leave yeah, that part out. <laughs> can't, can't talk about it on the radio here. Um, but Joe had the greatest cheeseburger once we got back. It was insane. Yeah, but we had, we had a nice romantic. Marriott Portsmouth yeah, has the yeah. greatest cheeseburger. Awesome. <laughs> But we had a nice romantic uh, afternoon in, in Portland, Maine, which was great. Uh, but then um, because it rained, let's see, I'm trying to find some fun stuff. Because it's rained, I mean, we got to hang out and uh, we got off the track early and that that's what happens. And, you know, not that we wanted to get out of the track early, but we did. And uh, we spent plenty of time. And what, what I kind of find funny, and I said that, I don't know if I said this to you, I might have said it to Joe. We hang out with different people, different weekends. Yeah, like we, we, we talk to people. Yeah, um, you know, we see the same people every weekend. We talk to them. We hang out with them, like in the media center or in the pits or whatever. But the after hours, after the track, we seem to find ourselves hanging out with different people. This weekend, we hung out with the social media team, Nikki, Ali, and Kurt, and uh, which was awesome. They're they're, what does they're I great call people. Them? Curtis, Curtis. There you go. I like that. They're, they're fun people to hang out with, and, uh, and I don't know why we don't hang out with them more. But we, we got to do it this weekend. Um, so one night, Jason, Joe, and I, we went out, and we had dinner, and uh, all of a sudden, somebody's phone starts blowing up. Hey, Kurt and Allie and Nikki want us to go come here and play uh, go uh, bowling. I'm like, all right, let's go bowling. Let's have some fun. And we were like, okay, it's raining in Portsmouth, so there's really nothing to do in Portsmouth. Let's go bowling, do something indoors. We can drink and we can have fun. So we go and we go bowling. Well, it was duck or not duck pit bowling, but candlestick bowling. They failed to which, mention that when we got there, which I had never seen or heard of in my life. I've heard of it. I've never I've never done it. Never heard of it. You were actually pretty good at it. Jason Logan sucked at it. <laughs> I, yeah. I I I mean their little ball their balls are like Division, that big. Division one college soccer star over here. I couldn't. I sucked at candlestick bowling, but whatever. We had a good time. We were drinking, having a good time, and uh, we find I had to get. We had to get there so Kirk could uh, actually purchase a pitcher of beer because the lady it was a family place and one person couldn't you know ha- get a pitcher of beer. So now oh really? Yeah, I missed that whole conversation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, you uh, you walked in or you said let's do shots or Kurt said let's do some shots and the lady goes oh no this is a family place we don't do shots. <laughs> freaked out. I heard that. She yeah yeah. And, so, yeah well, you, and the best part is you're totally kidding. Like I I don't think we've ever done shots. No, like I'm not doing fun. shots at a bowling alley. Come on. But uh, so we go. We have have, at the next day. Yeah, no. <laughs> so we had a good time. We we bowled. We drank. And uh, as we're leaving, you you drank. Yeah, I drank. You, yeah, I was drinking. I, I listen. I paid for bowling and I paid look, for beers. Look, I had I had I had two ciders. They were very good. I I wouldn't classify that as drinking. You no. had two pitchers. Yeah, we were drinking. Kurt might yeah. have had one beer out of each one, but that was it. Um. So, uh, and Allie, 
Allie Bland is a menace, let's be honest, but she's a fun menace. <laughs> Allie likes to play games, and, 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 and she likes to tell me to get out of her media center at all times. Like, Leah came in to do some interviews and stuff, and uh, before they started doing it, Leah's in there, and we're, like, five feet away, and uh, Allie's getting set up. I go, hey, Allie, can I ask Leah some questions? She goes, no, it's time to leave. Get out. I'm like, oh, my God. And Allie is, like, I love Allie. five foot tall, and she just gets in there, and yeah. she will rough you up. But she's fun, and I like her, and I like her feistiness. And uh, so, but Allie likes to play games, like, all right, so let's go through the NHRA Rolodex. What Disney character do you think you would be? What Disney character do you think Evan Jonat would be? So it's a, it's constant games, constant, uh, constantly doing stuff. So we leave outside of this bowling center, right? And she goes, Jason Logan, do a heel kick. And I'm like, okay, I got that all day long. I jump up and click my heels, right? Well, Jason Galvin, this is how my heel kick ended because – I was trying to be athletic. You got you got to go in order. Well, I only I didn't put them uh, all in because I did have uh, enough time. Oh, uh, uh, okay. But this is yeah. this is part of the order of the, what was going on. Yes. So I I go up and do this heel kick. Well, as I'm coming down, I catch the the side rail of my shoe and I go down like a sack of potatoes. And then Joe's like, "What?" And Joe's <laughs> quick. This guy's constantly got his phone on. Joe's, my wife gives me so much shit about how much I have my phone. And like, no. Joe Costello makes me look like I don't have a phone. Like, no, his, exactly. His speed is is remarkable. It's insane how quick he gets that phone out, and it's constant, and it's immediately recording. Now, there's a video out here of this whole process, and there's probably a reason why we don't have it. But um, uh, has it been published? Yeah, I don't think Joe put it out. But anyways, oh, that's so that that's me, and here comes Joe with an up close. I'm done. I'm like I'm like a, a turtle <laughs> on my back. I can't get up. I mean, look at me. But I'm laughing so hard at myself because I can do a heel kick, but this is where I was because I was drinking. I had a full belly, and I was not very Olympic at that point in time. <laughs> I'm feeling very Olympic today. I feel very Olympic today. And uh, but yeah, dude, that that was uh that was my night on Saturday night. And it listen, I'm not gonna say it was raining and I slipped and fell. I just ate it. Yeah, no, you just sucked. Yeah, I sucked at my heel yeah. flick. Yeah. So at some point in time, we'll get the video up because it's pretty awesome, and um, and they're all laughing at me. And they all came over to see what was going on. And what did I do, Jason Galvin? Uh, I'll let you. Well, yeah, you tell the world. You want to recreate it? Well, no, I mean I can't recreate okay. it right now. I'm okay. not there, but um. I had one in the chamber and I just let one rip and they all were coming over, like see laughing at me going, ha, pointing their fingers. They were pointing, ha, 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 ha. They're like, ha, ha, you fell down. Ha, ha. And I'm laughing. And all of a sudden you hear, and then it was like, yes. And they scattered like, like cockroaches. The lights came on. It might've been a, <laughs> it might've been a Hallmark moment. It was awesome. And Joe has the whole thing on video. <laughs> Yeah. By the way, my friend Scott Messina, tell him about the crop testing story. This ain't it, but that guess what? I did it that night. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, that was it. And so, and then, uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. But then we went to Warren's and we had uh, it, the the Seacoast finest salad bar. I mean, come on, yeah. could that salad bar have gotten any better? Actually, it was um, really good salad bar. Yeah, it was good. I found the bread, and everybody's like, "Where's the bread? I didn't see the bread." But before yeah, we started, Dude, before we started. 
I just love, I love the fact that this show has really not talked about drag racing. Um, this is what we had before. We didn't really drag race for the record. I, I know. I love much. it. Look at this. Look at this. This, this is, is our Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. $15. <laughs> and I was like, I'll just take mine with shrimp. And Jason goes, Shoot. She literally, Joe's, Joe, so Joe reads the menu. Joe's a reader. He's definitely a reader. Uh, I'm, I'm, sometimes I am and sometimes I'm not. And Jason is literally a fly by the seat of his pants guy. Yes. And that's just how it works. And so, you know, I'm asking questions about a drink that I saw. So I'm in a non-reading mood. And I'm about to order that. And then I find it. So now I'm in my, you know, sometimes I read mood. And Costello goes, no, they have world famous Bloody Marys. Oh, is is your Bloody Mary good? I said, that's the bartender if their drink is good. Like, hey, did your piss sandwich good like oh yeah it's the best piece of sandwich in the world right and she's like oh of course it is oh but it's got horseradish in the car i went okay she said horseradish so they, they make good. their own sauce horseradish okay i'm in right like and she goes well which one do you want I'm like, what are my options she goes there's three of them okay she goes, we have a regular one we have one with shrimp and we have one with shrimp and lobster i went well i'll take that one and jason goes i just want shrimp i, I don't want the one with lobster so I grab the menu and look at it, and it's a $2 difference to get a lobster claw. <laughs> it really wasn't about the money. It was just like I was going to have lobster for dinner. That's all. I understand that, but also it was $2 for a lobster. It's $2, yeah. And I got for one. A piece, for, the, for the lobster that probably came out of the water six hours earlier. It was good. It was a very like good anytime I could pay, Anytime I could pay $2 for a piece of lobster that came out of the water that was next to the restaurant, Anytime right. within the last 24 hours, I'm in. I'm in. It was, I love it lobster. Was definitely it's like my favorite thing in the world. So, Yeah, it, it was definitely good. I had a lobster roll there and some clam chowder. And then what else did we have? It was clam chowder, lobster roll, and uh, salad bar. Oh, the little uh, lobster. Um, lobster rangoon. Ran- rangoons. Yeah, I'm going to call them that. I could not remember that. Yeah. But yeah, I was, was not impressed by the Rangoons. Allie no. Bland thought they were great. And I was like, here, Allie, have more. Like, yeah, I, yeah. They, to me, they were just like, eh. Allie did get the biggest bowl of soup I've ever seen Jesus in my life. Christ. That thing was like a vat of clay. By the way, that was only like $10, which was the biggest miracle of all time, right? Like, uh, they had like three options of clam chowder, and it was like cup, bowl, and extra large bowl. And she's like, yeah. I haven't really eaten today, and I'm not getting anything else. I have the extra large bowl. And they brought the extra large bowl, and the extra large bowl was like, Like this, yeah. it was like here's so here's a bowl of of clam chowder, like right covered. <laughs> and literally, they sat it down. I looked at her. I went, Jesus Christ, what is that? <laughs> uh, but that was good. Yeah, those are all our sure, dining experiences. And uh, so, if you're ever in the Portsmouth area, there's tons of great food to eat in we, Portsmouth. We got you hooked up. We that's what yeah. you do when you don't race. We learned all about yeah. the cuisine. We yeah. know everything going yeah. on up there. I went so, to a killer steakhouse with Alan Reinhardt on Sunday night while you guys all went oh, yeah. home, by the way. That place that Lone sold us about, the library. Were you there oh, when yeah. you told us about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude. Lone, well, actually, it's funny. Lone's went again. That's just how good it was. Lone's walked in with Righteous, Steve Righteous and producer Pete in the middle of AR and I uh, eating in the uh, in the bar area. And that should be on our list next year. It's yeah, expensive. Oh, definitely. It's a high, it's a it's a high end steakhouse. Like we're gonna spend some money. Holy cow, was it good? We do spend some money. Like I, I told my mom how much I spent for at Warren's, and she was like, "Oh my god!" I said, "Well, you gotta add a drink in there and then a tip." She goes, "That's way more than your well." Hold on, let me say like that's way more than your uh, per diem. I go, "I know, mom, but 
I go somewhat modern dinner the night before and where I was still good. I was under two days per diem. It was still good. Yeah, yeah. we actually dude, we made out like bandits on uh, uh for if you consider all we did and ate and yeah. everything and drank and everything else and four days and epping Thursday, Friday, yeah. Like we we really made out. Oh yeah, no, we did good. We did yeah. good. I, it, but like I paid for bowling and I'm like where why why did I spend eighty four dollars at that bowling place? I go, I think I might have paid for bowling. And I, that was a you problem. I had no yeah, idea. That I, I went to the bathroom and came back, and somebody was somebody paid. I'm like, okay. I'm just being nice, man. You know. Well, thank you. Give back to well, the, we give back to the kids. Look, you know? we appreciate it. The kids I know I, appreciate. It. I know Us youngins not, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm not trying to get you know because you and I and Joe we all kind of mix and mingle and it, it goes around and comes around. You buy drinks this time, I buy drinks that time. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, look, but like for Allie yeah. and Kurt and, and Nikki, you know, I feel you know they they're yeah. out there killing themselves. I can at least pick that, up bowling. That's true. That's but true. uh, but yeah. So that was that. It was a good time in Portsmouth. That's what. Listen, we're getting ready to go to my favorite track. And I'm so excited about this weekend, dude. Have you I'm, been? You've been there before, right? So, um, so I went to uh, Bristol before Charlotte this year. Remember to film oh, yeah, the yeah, C- yeah, yeah. to do the CBS show for the World Series of Pro Mod for West. Right. And um, so Masters is three miles from the racetrack. So I drove over to the track one day, checked it out, you know, just got myself acclimated with the property, which honestly, I'm really glad I did because if you've never been there before. Uh, it's a little it's, weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm glad I did that. Um, but I've never seen a race car without it. I'm really excited about that. I saw Joe. Uh, do you see Joe was Ron Caps's guest this week on uh, Q with Caps, barbecue with Caps? Oh, no. And, and. They're going to one of my favorite barbecue places on the planet, which I've only been once, but I went. Dave Dobson We're going. Took me there. We're going. Uh, well, they're only open like during the day. So what I'm going to do is okay. I'm going to I'm going to text. Uh, um, I have the owner's info, and I'm going to send him a message uh, tomorrow because I fly out real early, and I'm going to say, "Hey, look, when Joe's there, can you put together some stuff for Logan and I, or whatever? I'm sure there's a fridge in one of our hotels, and we'll yeah. have it on Friday at the track, and I'll I'll have Joe pay him and." Good. And pay Joe back or whatever. Yeah, dude, I had a holy shit. Dude, the brisket sandwich I had, I was like, this is off the. And they made all their sides fresh. The place is cool. It's a Bristol Gardens and Grill, which doesn't sound like a barbecue place. Um, but if you are ever going to the Bristol race, you have to go. Um, is it? No, that's Joe. No, we, no, we no. We have a picture of this someplace. Do we? Yeah. Dude, so they, they grow all their peppers for their spices and rubs and sauces. They make them all in house. They donate a bunch of shit to the community, to the schools, food and, and, uh, and peppers for seeds for the ag program. They grow their vegetable. Like I was so blown away. They built the smokers. Like they're built out of cinder blocks, like custom built. Like, I was, I was so blown away and impressed uh, by their setup and, and the owner was like the nicest guy in the world. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to name drop type of deal with. There it yeah, is. there it is, dude. There it is, dude. Right? Like that's that was the pork side. There's a beef side on the other side. I'm take a picture of. But like, I'm telling there you, yes, Bristol Gardens and Grill. You yeah. abs, you absolutely have to go here if you're in the Bristol. And now they're again look up their hours. They're only open like middle of the day. You know, you're not going after the races. We're not going Friday night. Right. 
plus the schedule wouldn't allow for it anyways. But, but yeah, I'm going to see if I can't get him to send some stuff with Joe. And if not, I might see if he can uh, run some stuff out to the track for us Friday for our crew, <laughs> our crew of people. Cause that'd be awesome. I, so, I like to support people who uh, do good things and he does good things in the community and his food's really damn good. I love it. So you've never worked this race. So that's, a, that's never a worked thing. it. Yeah. Right, so get ready. It. Cause this is, this is again, this is my favorite track to go to, but here's the thing. Not that we do this, but right. if you sit around the track and get drunk at the end of the night, be careful going back to the hotel because okay. they set up roadblocks. I've, I've been pulled over and they're like, oh, we got to check your car. Got back with the Tennessee police. So just be prepared. Um, but other than that. I can't remember one time that I ever sat around the track getting drunk after a race, by the way. Well, I can. Outside of the, well, yeah, you, yes. I'm, outside of like the finals. But like everybody does that in yeah. the finals. No, I, I've, I've done this quite often. Um, but you just got to you gotta be prepared. But it's the crowd's amazing. This place is going to be packed. So tell I, I know we're running the rest of, uh, uh, the rest of uh, Epping there. Dude, the schedule's wicked. Wicked. So Saturday, wicked awesome. So Saturday, wicked. Saturday, Wicked Pissa, uh, we're going to be doing uh, – and how funny is that? We go from that accent to, hey, y'all, come on down. Here we go. <laughs> it's going to be wicked awesome. Wicked. Yeah. Wicked, wicked. awesome. <laughs> and then we're going to show – so you gotta Saturday, do your best though, main. Run- you got to do your best Mainer, oh, yeah. Tennessee combo accent this weekend. Like hey y'all, come Epping on down. Hey y'all, come on down. We're getting ready to run some fuel cars. Come on, let's make it happen. But you can't do that to those guys there. They they know what's up. Oh yeah. You play, you play Rocky Top. Place loses their mind. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's a fun yeah. time. It's a good time. But um, so tell us what's happening on Saturday because you know I don't know what what is Selena well, saying here. It's that speed trap in Bluff City. Yes. Selena, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And Selena's not having a Is that on the way back to our hotel? Yeah. Bluff City. Be yeah. careful. Um, and Selena's not having a party at her house this year. Very upsetting. But that's uh, okay. Yeah. The hell. I didn't even know there was a party. Now I feel neglected. Yeah. But we're going to go. We're going to go on Saturday night to Michael Widespread Panic's house. Our old camera guy, number 22, Mr. 22. Oh, Mr. Yeah. 22, we're, you're going to go. You'll have fun. You, you'll okay. like him. Sure, I'm looking forward to. It. I've heard, I've heard the stories. Yeah, uh, that's a you problem, Selena, not a me problem. Yeah, it's not my fault that you don't live there anymore. Um, yep. anyways, okay, schedule. So Friday, uh, Q1 is normal qualifying. There's two two sessions Friday. It's normal yes. qualifying. Q2 is also round one of Epi. Now people are like, uh, we still have people who are really confused. And if they stuck with the show this long, or they're listening and they stuck with it this long, and you're also confused, I'm about to sort it out. Okay, good. It's very simple. We're going to line the cars up like they were in competition at Epi. Like, same rules, right? Like, number one qualifier gets to pick where they want to go in the run order, et cetera, et cetera. Before we do any of that, we're going to run all the qualifying cars. So if you didn't go to Epi, right? Like, for instance, that Cam Ferre, great news today, driving Todd Payton's car. Like, Cam Ferre will get to run. That'll be qualifying session two for Epi. Okay. Right? And, and then we'll roll into... Epping round one, which will also be qualifying. So your ET will count towards Bristol qualifying, but you are racing, moving to round two. Round two is Saturday during qualifying session number three. Right. If you're eliminated from Epping, just like Cam Ferre example on Friday, whoever loses round one of Epping will get to race, will get to qualify in Q3 as qualifying. And then we'll run round two of Epping 
at the back of Q3 for Bristol, which will also be qualifying. Now, the one caveat, like people are like, oh, people are going to get extra runs. Like four cars are going to get extra runs. They're going right. to get them in the middle of the day Saturday. We're going to run the Epping semifinals. So it's four cars in each class, top few and funny car and pro mod, right? So 12 total cars, six extra passes to the week. That's the other thing I heard, sportsman people. You're going to screw the sportsman people. It's going to ruin the weekend. It is six total extra runs. If six total extra runs ruin the weekend, we were already in really bad shape. Right. Like, just, just, let's just be realistic. Let's call a spade a spade, right? Sure. If six runs, six runs plus track prep total should be like 25 minutes, right? Right. Max, max fuel prep plus six runs, right? This is not like life altering, right? Yeah. Uh, so those will be the runs in the middle of the day, Saturday. They won't count for anything other than eliminations. And then during qual final qualifying for Bristol, Q4, the last pairs in each class, I would presume that's how we're going to do it, is the last pairs in each class will also be the final round of Epping. So you'll be in final qualifying plus uh, trophy mode at that time. What, and, what... and on Saturday, here's where the here's where those in between Q3 and Q4 runs also get exciting though, is that right. not only are they the semifinals for Epping, they're also the mission too fast, too tasty round one. So, so, okay. So that's, a question. So, 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 we're, so we're merging them. Like we're going to, the mission challenge from Epping is just going to be part of the semifinals and finals. But, but we've already done. So we're in the finals of too fast, too tasty. Because we ran, we ran the one round of Too Fast, Too Tasty in Epping. No, the Epping Too Fast, Too Tasty is done. Gone. Okay. Like okay. The gotcha. Epping Too Fast, Too Tasty that we ran is a wash. Okay. okay. So that's so we're a just so that's a washout. They took the purse. They halved it. They divided it. However, and there's no points that got awarded. So that's okay. the, that that event is over. The Too Fast, Too Tasty challenge at Bristol which would have been the semifinals and finalists from Epping will now just be part of gotcha. qualifying. Okay. okay, good. Does that make sense? Yeah, so the final for the Epping race is also the final for the Bristol Too Fast, Too Tasty. So in theory, there's an extra 10,000 on the line or 7,500, whatever it is that pays for top fuel, plus three bonus points for the countdown. Like all that stuff is going to apply. By the way, you thought I worked 12 minutes on Friday? Guess what? I'm going to be working a whole heck of a You are... All that money that uh, Evan Jonat was looking at the budget going, damn, I paid Jason Logan a ton of money to do nothing last week. Oh, you are making up for it. We are making up for it. You should have heard the things he was trying to, oh, yeah, we need to work on, you know, every driver needs a thing. I'm like, oh, what? Like for uh, like uh, opening ceremonies and pre-racing. Yeah, we need to have, you know, because we've got the pairs coming out. We're going to need, uh, we should have like different songs for each one. I go, what? Why? It's Come a good on, idea, man. yeah. Yeah, it's a great idea it. for the person that doesn't have to find the music and shake shake down people, drivers. Hey, man, what's your favorite song? Let's hey, go. didn't we used to do that on a Friday night? We did, and, uh, and cool. I've already I've already put out feelers. I'm like, yo, if you guys want uh, new walk up songs, you better give them to me. I got a couple. That's oh, it. did you? Although okay. although Dallas Glenn sent like you know the entire Beatles back catalog. He's got like fifty <laughs> songs. I'm like, Dude, what are you doing? pick one. He goes, well, man, I just figured they would all kind of be, you know. I'm like, God, dude, I go, I don't need every Led Zeppelin song on the planet. Pick, just pick one. And Sadie's like, yeah, I know. He picked a bunch. I go, Sadie, you have to control this guy. Rain him in. 
I'm trying to figure out who actually has control in that. Like, you know, who, Sadie or Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. I think Sadie might, but that's my lean. But you never know. I think she lets. I think she lets Dallas think he's in charge. She's one of those sneaky. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think that. But hey, listen, I'm talking out of school. Sadie ain't listening to this show all the way to the end, so we could talk about it all day long. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, Jason, we're gonna have a good time in Bristol. I I I, I kind of like the back to backs because we. I mean, it, it. Listen, if we'd gotten Epi Nana the whole thing, we I would be in a flow, in a rhythm, ready to rock and roll. So I I I, I I'm. It's gonna be good. Right. Right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we're going to have a good time. And, uh, folks, I hope you guys, again, if you're going to Bristol, you're in for a treat because this is going to be a great, 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 great racing weekend. Yeah, pro Literally getting all your money's worth. Yep. All your money's worth. And, and, you know, crossing our fingers, it's the weather seems to be good. So it's going to be a beautiful Tennessee weekend. I'm not commenting on the weather. I can't wait. I'm excited. And the tower's nice there. Everything's nice in Bristol. Everything. Well, by the way, Jason, they have a. They, when we go to Bristol, they take out uh, all the safety safari people over to the circle track and they feed them like steak and give them drinks and all kinds of stuff. Really? Which, which we kind of get to be a part of. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really nice. And you get to, it's up in one of the suites and you get to go look and you get to see the inside of the track. It's pretty well, cool. Well, that's cool. Sign me up for that. Yeah, so I'm, I'm uh, doing my. I've not looked at uh, I've not looked at entries yet, but since they're finalized, I'm doing it now. So we've got 17 top. Just so we can shut up all the race fans from last weekend. You were like, oh look, entry is nine again. They had short fields in Bristol. Uh, we had 17 top field cars. We have uh, 18 funny car. Okay, yeah, we can stop yeah. having the conversation now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're Listen. back. We're back. Bumping in all four categories because I assure you. There's got to be 20 pro stock cars. It's like how many full-time ones we have. Let's go look at motorcycle real quick. So don't talk out of order. One, two, three, four. While you're doing that, let me just say this. It, yeah, bumping in every bumping in every category. Yeah. yeah thank you. Epping thank you. is like Seattle. Seattle is here. Epping is here. Yeah. Everything else is in the middle of the country. Yeah. So you don't have full fields in Epping or Seattle. Yeah, because it's not, we, it's not where we're yeah. dying. We don't have spot, right. sponsor problems. It's just... Teams can't get their junk that far up north. Yeah. I mean, like, the only way that you get full fields at either of those two tracks is if we got back to where we had 16 full-time cars in every single category. Right. Like, they're going to every race no matter what. Because right. otherwise, it's like, you know. And, and honestly, this year in Funny Car, we were a car short of having a full field. I know the, the qualifying sheet shows 14. Mike Smith uh, didn't get in the show because they didn't take the tree because they had issues Friday and then – didn't get on the line and then saturday uh uh they got the car running and did a burnout and backed up and then wouldn't go forward in stage so like mike right. smith wasn't in so we really had 15 funny cars not 14 and then the new englander car that Corey lee normally drives like i don't know where they were at they had something come up or something I, I, a crew guy issue or something right. i don't remember the whole story but like so like that car is usually there so really like we were going to be short in top fuel like yeah. we had a funny car pull out on monday and a second one that was on property and didn't get the show we had 18 pro mods. Like, I'm not freaking out. Anyways, is what it is. I'm not freaking out either. <laughs> is what it is. We're done. It's going to be great I'm, this weekend. We're still going to have a job, Jason. Yes. Dude, by the way, like, I just pulled pro mod up for this weekend, and holy cow. 
Promod's huge at this place. There's like 20-something cars. Oh, yeah. Promod and Pro Stock are monsters at this event. So yeah. it'll it'll be good. It'll yeah. be very good. Yeah. Let's so, go. yeah, man. All right. Well, Jason, I got to go move my laundry. I got to dry okay. it. Put it back in the suitcase. Yes, you should. You should do that. And what time do you get into Bristol? You got to Very drive. late. Yeah, I land in Charlotte at like 4.30. So I'll see you at like 8 o'clock. All right, perfect. Yeah, I'm, I get there like before noon. I don't know what. Yeah, you and you you should go with Joe to the barbecue. Actually, seriously, you're going into Bristol, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, That's never mind. You should go with Joe. It's 15 minutes from the track. Like, it's in Bristol. I know yeah. we don't stay in Bristol. I think we stay in Johnson City, right? So it's it's in Bristol. Um, so you're going to have to drive up there. But seriously, you should go with Joe and go hang out and uh, say hi to Matt and tell him that I'm sorry I'm not there. But uh, stock up yep. on some food for us. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah, I got something. Joe and I could have a romantic Tennessee weekend now. So you Christ. get there. Poor I'm so, Ron Caps. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so if he's going <laughs> to... If if Ron Caps is taking Jody barbecue, then I mean he's not going to want more barbecue because you know how he is. <laughs> I can't eat that stuff all weekend. Yeah, yeah. But exactly. that's okay. That's all right. All right, Jason Galvin. All right. It is time for us. I'm gonna go back and watch the first seven minutes of this show. You'll be entertained. I know I will. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you all in Bristol. We'll talk about it next week. Oh, I like the trash.